Welcome to Sports Lounge Live, a weekly talk show covering baseball. I don't believe what I just saw. Basketball. Believe in Cleveland. The Cavaliers are NBA champions. Football. Got it at the five and into the end zone. Touchdown. Hockey. Green flag waves again at the World Center of Racing. Plus the latest sports news, both pro and college. Hear past talk shows on your phone by calling 773-572-3006. Or as a podcast on your iPhone, Victor Stream or computer, or on your smart speaker. Visit legendoldies.com for links to automatically connect via your computer or iPhone. Call the sports aficionados at area code 646-876-9923 and enter the PIN 287-723-4600, followed by the pound key twice. And now, your hosts, Chris Devon, Perry Lester, Sean Platts, Robert Herrick, and Bill Sparks. Well, good evening and welcome to Sports Lounge Live. I keep saying good evening. It's really late afternoon. Plus one. All right. Seven, six, Take it five, away, Chris. Four, three. Okay, eight, I better. Some phone three, call is yeah. about to engulf seven, us here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, welcome, everybody. It's show number 159. It's the 7th of uh, September, 2021. I hope everybody had a nice Labor Day weekend, and now it's uh, back to school and back to work and back to everything. Uh, you know, it's still it's nice weather here. It's uh, really good, and, you know, we're in, our, in the 70s, and, you know, nothing bad at all about our weather. And, uh, we're, we're, well, we'll get to the panel thing. First of all, I've got to thank our friend Gary from Austin who suggested that, and he, you hear him on all things radio that he, we moved the panel and the up to and the coffee club, okay, and the yeah. coffee club uh, that we moved the panel up um, to the top of the show, similar to the coffee club, and just go through and there'll be some sports mixed in. For example, uh, uh, Sean's going to give us a media uh, uh, notice, and um, Robert's going to talk about NASCAR. So it, will, it won't just be about ourselves, but it'll be about what's going on in sports and in our lives. And we'll do that first. Then, uh, so the rest of the agenda is we'll do the deaths, and we've got seven deaths, but I think I can do them two or three minutes. We cut down on some of the details, so we should be good. NASCAR. Uh, well, you'll hear that from Robert Golf. I'll do that. Uh, then baseball, NFL. Um, then we'll do the NBA. Uh, oh, college football, of course. Then NBA, NHL, uh, and then the uh, what is it? We got boxing. boxing and tennis. Yep, boxing and tennis. So it's a pretty busy show, but I think uh, it's uh, going to be a little more streamlined with some of the things. And and uh, so anyway, let me do my panel entry, and we'll start with the panel. Of course, Rick Swan is here with us. He doesn't get mentioned on the on the promo, but we like to acknowledge him right at the beginning. And so my panel things are Rick and I are both preparing for our. Uh, football draft, our 38th football draft. We started late in the season of 1984 at a banquet we were at that we were holding. We had a baseball, I think it was a baseball banquet we were doing for when we used to play ball. We can talk about that some other day if we ever talk about our, our own sports uh, failures or successes and uh, sometime in the you know in the winter when it's uh, not as busy. And so we did that in 84. We've been going ever since. Uh, Rick is the commissioner. He and I have been doing this. We had a whole bunch of other people who are no longer with us or we're not in contact with, but now my brother's in it Rick's got family members in it and stuff, and it's fun. And uh, so uh, we're getting ready for that on Friday. And then, uh, but I w- did want to talk also about the Red Sox. Um, you know, they what went, was that uh, yesterday, Chris? What's that? What was that yesterday? That was a poor defensive showing by the local <laughs> team. That's for sure what it was. And they, but you know, all in all, they're they're still in good shape because, and we'll go through the standings when we get there. But they were okay. Let's go in the long term here. There were sixty-three and uh, you know uh, fifty-three and forty. 
Then they went uh, six and fourteen. Sixty-three and forty. Right? Yeah. So they uh, sixty-three and forty. So then they went to yeah. sixty-nine and fifty-four. And now, since then, though, they're now seventy-nine and sixty-one. They're ten and seven. That's including two wins against Tampa Bay. I didn't even think they beat Tampa Bay at all. So they've got some tough stuff right now. They got to do Tampa, finish Tampa Bay. They got to go to Chicago, play the White Sox. Uh, Jamal's team, I hope, will be merciful. And then they've got to go and play Seattle, who's a contender in the wild card. At, and then they play Baltimore. Then the Yankees. Then the Mets, Baltimore, and Washington. They've got a pretty good schedule coming down the end, and they've got a bit of a lead right now. So I think they're going to be all right. But uh, you know, we'll, the White we'll Sox do have three starters out though, so that'll be a little helpful. Yeah, and they, yeah, you know, they need to get them back healthy because you know they're they're winning their division by eleven games or something, so they don't have to worry about it. But I know they do want to uh, have that home field against Houston, and they're right with them, so they could. They, they won't not care, but uh, you know, anyway. So Rick, what do you got? Hey, can well, we pause um, a second and yeah, yeah, talk to Pierre because he's on the line, and I don't know. Yeah, how, let's do that. How long so, is yeah, power? We'll finish off. Hi, Mr. Two Two Five. Welcome to Sports Lounge. Yeah. What's hey, Pierre. Hey, well, Pierre. Yeah. Man, so uh, you got you got through the hurricane. Yeah, I had my birthday last week. It was a big blowout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just hey, Pierre. Really just be glad. Just be glad, Pierre. We didn't sing to you. That would have made it really bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had I had plenty of fireworks. I had electrical transformers blowing up everywhere. <laughs> My nephew said it would light up the sky. You know, it was a great birthday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but but my LSU Tigers look like crap. I, I don't think they're going to go anywhere this year. But they look yeah. they look really bad. Uh-huh. You know, but. Uh, I, I don't know if it was the, the long bus ride to Houston and the flight to, to Los. I don't know what it was, but they came out flat. And the West, you know, and the West here is going to be the West is going to be really tough again this year. Because I don't know if you heard any yeah. game last night, but Ole Miss can score with the best of them, and they, they if they can play defense like they played last night, they're going to be pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, I'm telling you. But uh, Pierre, I'm actually picking the – when we get to our pick segment, I'm actually picking the Saints to make the playoffs. I was just sitting around in the NFC, who's going to sneak in there, and I just have a feeling that Peyton will figure out a way to get in there. Well, I'll tell you what. If they've got good players. If Jameis Winston can do without his interception, <laughs> I think they'll have a they – they may go 9 and 8, 10 and 7, something yeah, like that. Yeah, that might get them in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Between yeah. Jameis exactly. and Carson, let's see which one can throw the most interceptions. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, well, the problem with Carson, though, he can't even stay on the field. Right. He may not stay on the yeah. field long enough he, to he be, be Jameis. Yeah. So. Okay, cool. But, well, Pierre, we want you to call in on the doing, coffee club to finally tomorrow. hear you there, Pierre. You're sounding yeah. good with everything going on. Yeah. Yep. And if you oh, can, yeah. Pierre, yeah, call we in tomorrow. Have, we don't have uh, internet. We, mm. we don't have internet or anything. We got our electricity back. Sunday afternoon. Oh, good. Good, oh, good, good, talk, good, Bill. I think, I think Bill, Pierre Bill wanted it. I just say, if you get a chance, why don't you call in on the coffee club because everybody wants to know about you, and I'll put you on with okay. this same number, okay? Call it the oh, Pierre oh, hotline, yeah, the 317 what, number. What, yeah, do the 317 okay. number. Okay. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Okay. I'll do it. But, uh, okay. Do I use the same code? I use the same code to get in? Yeah. No, yeah. Just, yeah, just, just call, call the same number. Just that 317-886-1103 number. Like yeah. number. Right, and then use the same. Okay. Yeah. All right. You don't even yeah, have to I'll use a code. 
There you okay, go. Cool. Unicode when you yeah. call in on the 317 number. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, wanted to first give a little shout out to Alex Cora because I've criticized him in the past, but I still think he's kind of burnt out his bullpen. But boy, with some of that ragtag group he's had to put out in the last couple of weeks, they're doing. Um, big thing is though, the NFL season is here, um, starting Thursday night. Uh, as far as the Giants game goes, I think this is a big one because it's kind of an even game playing Denver. And if they really made all these improvements they think they've had and they're playing home, they've got to win this game if they're going to do anything this season. I think it's, it's kind of a telltale game. Um, and like Chris said, our, our fantasy draft is coming up Friday, 38th year, um, this is like my Christmas morning. I'll tell you, I, I, this this gives me a warm fuzzy all over. <laughs> so I'm I'm ready for this. Uh, that's all I got going right now. Oh, Perry, uh, how many how many people? Fuzzy these days? <laughs> there you go. How many how many people are in the draft? Well, right, we're, actually, we're down to six now. We we used, we we had it up to yeah. We we used to have like ten or so, and we started losing people. And, and when it got actually when it got down to six, we found out we we're only going to have six one year. We we kind of thought like we'd have to give up. We'd give, have to give it up. It wasn't enough people. And then I was talking to Chris's brother one day on the phone about it. And like we got off the phone, and I think we both had the same exact idea at the about the exact same time. Since you know, since I mean, there's some money involved, but we don't really care that much about the money. We don't. We just we like the fun. Of it and we like the fun of the draft especially so we, we got the same idea at the same time why don't we the six of us each draft two different teams so with six of us in the league but we have 12 teams and we've, we've handled it that way it's worked out very well yeah because it was only six uh, teams it would just be all pro you know it just yeah, it'd be all all-star teams yeah. all all-star yeah. teams yep. this way there's yeah. more strategy to it with, with yeah. the 12 teams so chris one chris two rick one rick two that's how yeah. we do it and they're dining it's a dining what, what's known as a dynasty league so we have protected lists so we have Actually, to it's not at each called a dynasty league. Not a dynasty league what's it called no a dynasty league is when you draft like rookies and they stay on your team oh, yeah. forever oh this, yeah. this is yeah this i forget what they call it um uh, so it's a redraft league, but there's another name for it. I forget. Yeah. Well, we do have we do have certain players we can we can keep from year to year by moving up around on their draft. Yes, and so we, we it's a little like college because we can only keep them for four years. That's yeah. another thing yeah. that we do. Yeah. So that's another. well. You know, you, you talk about the panel, and and we I was certainly unhappy when the Cubs traded away all their players and this and this, but the Cubs have done something this year that they never did when they had Rizzo and Bryant, Baez and all those guys. And by the way, I w- would be one of the first, if I were there, to give Chris Bryant a good a good long ovation when he comes back on Friday. But they they did something now that they never did with those guys this year. The Cubs have won seven games in a row. And admittedly, the schedule has been pretty light. The Twins, the Pirates, and yesterday uh, they got a little bit tougher with the Reds. But they won seven games in a row, and you're just trying to figure out who in the world is going to be a part of the future. And, uh, boy, Robert, I, I just have to thank the A's because since they picked up Frank Schwindel off waivers from the A's, that guy has come up. He's playing every day, and he's hitting, I believe, about 340. Well, so, uh, they, the A's originally got him from Cleveland. Cleveland dumped him on waivers, and the A's picked him up, and they really liked what they had, but they didn't have anywhere to play him. So that's well, the only reason why they cut him loose. They well, didn't want to. I'm glad they did because the Cubs certainly did. They, he's playing every day, and he's got the right attitude and, and all yep. that, and, and they've won seven in a row, and I think Schwindel will be part of the future. I think Rafa Ortega and, and Patrick Wisdom, and we'll see about the, the we'll see about any of these other guys. They haven't they haven't sold me yet, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bill, I'm sure as a Reds fan, you didn't quite enjoy yesterday like I did with that game. 
<laughs> no, but I think both teams are headed in the same direction. I mean, I know the Cubs have won what seven in a row now, but I don't. You know they. Oh, they're not going to uh, do anything. But boy, you, you take anything you can get at this point, <laughs> right? And the Reds are going in the opposite direction too. I think pitching has been an issue, and I think when when you don't have timely pitching and you don't hit left-handers, you've got issues, and that seems to be the problem. So. It'll be what it's going to be, and there's nothing we can do about it. I can't put a fork in them just yet. No, no, no. But, far from it. But, but still. But other than that, watching a lot of college football, we might be able to put a fork in Indiana University. Whoa, wow, <laughs> whoa. I mean, yeah. I've never seen a quarterback look quite as bad as that quarterback did. And we've been hyped and hyped and hyped. And where are they at? It's the same old team. And so we might And by the way, for those who want streaming information with TuneIn and all, stay tuned. Bill and I are going to have some of that for you later. Right. Well, we'll talk about that. But otherwise, we're just waiting on Carson Wentz to make his debut and see how long he's going to last. Yeah. And that's about it. Robert? Uh, well, I'd like to stick a fork in my Oakland A's. They have been—they've <laughs> been nothing but terrible this week. Uh, they uh, struggled with the Tigers, won two out of three there. Went to t- Toronto, and uh, the scores were eleven to ten, ten to eight, and eight to nothing. And the, uh, the Blue Jays act, act like they want the playoffs. The A's act like they don't care. The bullpen has been a disaster. Uh, it's, uh, I, I'm not happy. And now we have to deal with the, uh, Jamal's Chicago White Sox, and that ain't going to be easy. And it's I actually muddy. heard you guys went six and 14 like the Red Sox did, uh, oh, yeah. you know, at, at yeah, that it, 10. So, no, and that, that's very, very frustrating because these opportunities, I mean, yeah, 11 to 10, 10 to 8, these are games, and then you almost lost that game. The Tigers, 8 to 6, was 8 to nothing. Yeah. You, you know, there's games you say, how did we win this game, and why did we lose this game? I mean, you know, it's, when the team's not going well, I, I totally understand. You know? uh, believe me, I can tell you exactly what the problem is. Our starters haven't been going long enough, and our bullpen has been overused. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's uh, pretty pathetic. In NASCAR, Denny Hamlin won his won the race on Saturday or Sunday with in uh, Darlington, and the next race will be in Michigan on Saturday night. Uh, so Ham- Denny has uh, secured his spot in the playoffs. He didn't win all year until Sunday, so uh, which is unusual for him. He no- he's normally one of those drivers that wins like five, six races a year, but actually Sunday was his first win of the year. So we'll see what happens on uh, Saturday with uh, in Michigan. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, life is uh, going okay. Uh, um, I uh, lost my microwave, which I'm not happy about, and still trying to decide what to do about that. It's it's rather irritating when something you use is all of a sudden no longer working. When are you, so, when are you getting the new one? It's coming soon, right? Uh, well, I'm trying to figure out whether I want to spend another $400 on another new one. So, yeah. Well, um, hey, hey, everybody swears by air fryers. That's yeah. a big thing, yeah. too. It's well, my mom, my mom got an air fryer, and we've been using that more than the uh, more than the oven and the stove. So there you go. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. you use a Walmart for like sixty, seventy bucks. Uh yeah, but uh, mine uh, that I had, Sean, was a talking microwave, and it was very, it's very easy for me to use. So anyway, but that's what's going on with me, and we'll turn it over to Sean. 
Well, it's been a crazy week in college football. I won a little bit of money, saw some squares, so I got on board, so won a, won a quarter. So, hey, I'm starting off halfway decent this year. But anyway, well, I won on a couple things on preseason steps, but, I mean, hey, starting off good here. But a couple follow-up on last week, that Bishop Sycamore story out of Ohio real quickly. They fired their coach, or he resigned or whatever, you know, all the warrants and everything. The new coach came out and tried to say, well, we're not a high school. We are a postgraduate football academy, but somebody filed a report wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the paperwork specifically said, oh, yeah, we're a high school originally. Whatever. But they have no, like, they're trying to say they're a prep academy, but there's no classes. It's just football. And so far, every team that was scheduled to play them this year, including the team here in Texas, they all canceled their games against him and the governor of Ohio and the Ohio Department of Education is looking at him. But looking you know, a great college up, rivalry we missed out on at the University of Phoenix versus Trump University. That would have been good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, well, our national, or Virginia College, too. That Virginia College, you get them, that, that's another online figure, but, or that National American University. But anyway, uh, a legend in sports television, but he also did some radio. He did a talk show and he, uh, did color for the Dallas Cowboys for a few for about ten, eleven years up in the Dallas area and a lot of people know him nationally. Dale Hansen had his last sportscast on Friday. He did fifty years of television. He was in Omaha and then he came to Dallas in the early eighties and then was at one channel and then Vern Lundquist left for CBS full time so he had to step down from channel eight. Dale Hansen went there and then there was one year the Cowboys had all kinds of color commentators and Tex Shrim liked to have a TV guy and a radio guy. Brad Sham had moved over to the play-by-play from the color because Vern worked in TV and Brad worked for Carol D, which is flagship. And then Dale Hansen moved in there, and of course he was with him until the Barry Switzer era when he got into a Barry Switzer, and him and Brad both left, and Brad went to do Rangers game, uh, Rangers baseball on the radio, but Dale stayed with his Channel 8 job, and you've seen him. If you watch the 30 for 30 on SMU, He's all over that because he was one of the big ones that broke that story. Also, the the thing about Jerry Jones buying the team and Jimmy Johnson being in town at the airport, he broke that. But he moved on, you know, about 50 years of broadcasting. He he said he likes and he was known for his commentaries, and he was very opinionated. Let's just say that, yeah. But anyway, okay. also we want to let y'all know. Uh, remember, anytime you can call in. On that, you can you do the Zoom number that we give, or also the 317-886-1103 is open for people to call in directly right away. You don't have to worry about doing all the hand-raising and all that. But, I mean, you can come in on the Zoom, you know, but that's a good way. Also, if you want to contact us throughout the week, anybody who's listening on the podcast, uh, 773-572-7715 or 800-693-0595, option two, say it's for Sports Lounge Live or Sports Lounge and AllThingsRadio.net. And we also want to remind you to listen. Perry and Bill, the big extravaganza, tomorrow, 1 p.m. here on the Worldwide Legend. Tomorrow, Wednesday. Yes, last Wednesday was a good show. Tomorrow, hey, it'll be a show on Wednesday, so listen to it. <laughs> and it might be good. Yeah. Yeah, it okay. might be good. Huh? All right. Okay, so let's go through these uh, deaths, seven of them, but we can get them through them quickly, and, uh, but some of them are interesting. Junior Coffey, 79 years old. He played for Green Bay in 1965, running back. Atlanta, 66 through 69. <clears throat> the Giants in 69 through 70, 71. He was out, though, in 68 and 70 with knee injuries. He, of course, won the championship with Green Bay in 65. He had 10 touchdowns, and uh, 10 rushing touchdowns, five receiving touchdowns, and uh, 
uh, and then he became a horse owner and after his playing career, and he died of heart failure. Ida Keeling, this is interesting. I didn't even know they had people doing this. 106 years old, holds 60 and 100 meter uh, records for 95 to 99 age group and 100 plus age group. So 60 at 60 meters at 95, she did it in 29.86 seconds, and uh, in 99 at 99, uh, she did the uh, uh, the 100 meters in 59.80, and then just before 101, first woman to complete a 100 meters and they run and ran over 100, and that was at 117. She did that at the Penn Relays and ran until she was 103. And uh, so that that's pretty amazing. I didn't even know that they, they did that. But Cecil Cy uh, Suters, 100 years old, two centenarians in a row. He went to college at Ohio State from 42 through 46. And then he was in, during that time, he was in the Navy in World War II. He was a three-time All-American. Then he played for the Detroit Lions from 47 through 49. And he had one uh, rushing, uh, rushing uh, touchdown. And then he, uh, then he uh, re- retired because uh, you couldn't make any money in pro football those, those days. So he, be- he retired and became a salesman for executive uh, uh, and then eventually executive vice president of uh, Suburban Motor um, freight, and he retired from there in 1984, and he was the oldest living NFL alumnus at this point. We had Jim Fuller, 76 years old, who's a coach at Jacksonville State, uh, football coach, Alabama, played there 64 through 66, and the head at the Jacksonville State from 77 through 83, offensive line coach after that at Alabama, 84 through 96, had other assistant jobs before he became the head coach at Jacksonville State. He was at Jacksonville State, he was 54 and 25, 3 and 5 in playoff games. He became the athletic director at Jacksonville State from 03 through 08, and he died of COVID-19. Then we move to, uh, uh, let's see, uh, Keith McCant. 53 years old. He came out of Alabama. He was the fourth pick overall in the 1990 draft by uh, by Tampa Bay. He was a linebacker. 90 through 92 played for the uh, Bucks. Then he went to Houston. 92 through 94. Yes, another Oiler. Then Arizona, or actually Phoenix, I think at that time. 94 and 95. Yeah, uh, one interception and. Uh, and uh, one uh, touchdown on that, six recoveries, and uh, one touchdown on that. And he uh, was had a lot of drug problems, a uh, drug overdose is what killed him. He appeared in uh, Broke, a 2012 documentary about NFL players and how they lost a lot of their money. Uh, but he had the convictions on drugs and, uh, you know, did not have a great life. He was homeless at, at times. David Patton, fifth, only 47 years old, died in a motorcycle uh, accident. He's from South Carolina. He went to Western Carolina for college. Then he uh, he wasn't drafted, played uh, for the uh, Arena League Albany Firebirds, and then uh, was the Giants picked him up, and he played for the Giants 97 through 99. He was a wide receiver. Browns in 2000, Patriots 01 through 04, Washington 05 and 06, he, and then New Orleans 07 and 08, so he had a pretty long career. Championships in uh, Super Bowl 36, 38, 39 with the Patriots. Caught, uh, uh, let's see, in uh, – Caught one touchdown pass in Super Bowl 36 and 24 uh, receiving touchdowns and 13 rushes and uh, with one touchdown and one passing touchdown. And he uh, he went, uh, he, as I said, he died in a motorcycle accident and uh, on uh, the 2nd of September. And uh, he was an assistant at Western Carolina when he died. And uh, he caught the first Brady postseason touchdown pass. 
Then we and have, he, he was also a big part of that tuck roll game, Chris. He, he, yes, he, he was. Had a big game that he day. had a big game. He had caught ten pa- passes in that game, so or, or eight passes. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, Wiggins caught ten. He caught eight passes. So yeah, a, a constant tug- uh, target during that game. And the last one we have is Twinji Olkin, 63 years old. He was born in Istanbul, Turkey. He's the first first person to ever play. Um, he immigrated when he was two, but he was the first uh, NFLer to ever come from Turkey. And uh, he went to Indiana State University in Pennsylvania. And the sixth-round draft choice of uh, the Steelers – in 1980, played for the Steelers 80 through 92, and then one game for Green Bay in 93, two uh, Pro Bowls in 88 and 99, and first, as I said, first Turkish player. He became a citizen at 21 years old. He had four fumble recoveries, analyst for the Steelers from 98 through 2020, and then uh, and then uh, the vice president of the Players Association from 89 through 94, uh, like a brother to Greg, Craig Wolfley, their current analyst. They were a great three-man booth with uh, Bill Hillgrove, and, of course, he died of ALS, and that just happened. So uh, we knew that was coming, but it's very sad. He was only 63 years old and did a great job. Okay, so and the one thing I have to do before we do baseball is golf. We had uh, uh, Patrick Cantley won again. He won last week, uh, FedEx Cup winning. He won $50 million for winning the FedEx Cup, and that's more than he's 15 million. I'm sorry, yeah, I just yeah. heard that. And uh, he'll now be on the Ryder Cup more than he uh, made the first nine years in the tour. So that's a good thing to win those cups. Okay. So I guess I we tell can you what, though, Chris, we're about at the baseball. bottom of the hour. Why don't we hit our okay. break? We're just about there. So why don't we go ahead and do it? And then we'll come yep. back and, and catch our breath and come back and go through baseball and the rest and football. Yep. I spend a lot of time in the backyard, and I'm the center of attention at summer barbecues. In 96, I made some of the tastiest s'mores. And in 09, it was me, your backyard fire pit, that accidentally started a wildfire when a summer breeze carried one of my embers into some dry brush. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com, brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Hope you enjoyed your meal. And I just want to say, he's lucky to have a brother like you. Lucky? Caring for my brother is far from easy. But he's a part of me, like my arms and legs, so I'll be his. No time for tired. Nothing can disable this love. He needs me, but I'm the lucky one, even though I need help now and then. If you're caring for a loved one, visit aarp.org caregiving for care guides and community. Support for your strength. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. What if I told you that a tornado was going to happen tomorrow right where you live? That it would touch down at exactly 3.17 p.m. and I told you the exact path it would take. You would, of course, prepare. You would talk with your loved ones and you'd make a plan today. It's true. I can't tell you a tornado will strike tomorrow. But shouldn't you have a plan anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Mario Andretti. You know me as a race car driver, but I'm also a Meals on Wheels volunteer. I've raced against the sport's biggest personalities, but I've never met more vibrant, amazing people than the seniors served by Meals on Wheels. You can make a difference by dropping off a hot meal and saying a quick hello. So, America, let's do lunch. Volunteer your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. And now we're back so we can hit the world of baseball. The Detroit Tigers, by the way, Chris, have, uh, I didn't get names, two of their bullpen pitchers have tested positive 
for the virus. So they okay. are they are one hundred percent vaccinated as a team. So we know the players obviously were. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's uh, too bad. And um, they also but, had some coaches uh, test positive as well, from what I heard. Okay. So. Well, the next outbreak, of course, the Red Sox just had 11 uh, players all at once. Uh, and that's what Rick was uh, referring to about uh, Alex Cora, keeping the team moving and playing fairly well during the time considering. And now they're starting to get people back. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a tough run, run for the Red Sox. And we forgot to mention the Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it was Rosh Hashanah last night into today. And happy uh, Jewish uh, New Year to our Jewish friends out in the audience, so that's good to, to say as well. Forgot to mention that earlier. Okay, standing American League East, Tampa Bay 87 <clears> 51, <throat> Yankees 78 59. So that's like an eight and a half game lead, so they're in good shape for that. Yeah. Red Sox 79 and 61, Toronto 74 and 62, Baltimore 43 and 93. In the Central, the White Sox at 79 and 58, Cleveland 68 and 67, so a 10 game lead for the White Sox, Detroit 65 74, Kansas City 62 75. Minnesota 60-77 in the West Houston 80 and 57 Seattle 75-63 so that's five and a half uh, pretty much out of reach for uh, Seattle in the eighth to get the division but Oakland is uh, 74 and 63 and Texas 49 and 88 so looking at the wild card the Yankees lead the wild card with being 19 over Red Sox are in the wild card in, in second in the wild card uh, you know being a half game behind the uh, Yankees they could have taken over if they hadn't bought that game yesterday had a seven one lead and lost 11 to 10. So then uh, looking at uh, the other, uh, Toronto is, let's see, so behind the Red Sox, Toronto is three games behind the Red Sox at 74 and 62. I think Seattle is also three games oh, okay. behind the Red Sox, and the A's are three and a half behind, if I if I have that correctly. So um, uh, that's the way it is. So those are the contenders, and I, as I said earlier, I think the Red Sox are in pretty good shape, but it ain't over till it's over, and the Red Sox have some tough games again. So we'll we'll see what happens, but that's the way it is right now. And the, uh, If the season were to open tonight, the Red, uh, you know, if they were going to play tonight, Red Sox would go to New York. But uh, Red Sox do have three against the Yankees, so that could be important. Plus, those games in Seattle are going to be important. In the East, we have Atlanta, 72-64. Philadelphia, 71-66, just a game and a half behind. Braves have two or three more games on that lead, so they've kind of run into a little bit of trouble, and the Phillies have moved up a bit. Mets are at 569-69, so they're... Uh, Four games out. <clears throat> Miami 57 and 80, and Washington 57 and 80 as well. In the Central, we have Milwaukee 84 and 55, and Cincinnati at 73 and 66, so we know the Reds aren't going to catch them. St. Louis 69, 67. The Cubs uh, with that winning streak are now 64 and 75, and the Pirates are 49 and 80. In the West, we have the Giants at 88 and 50. They took two out of three from the Dodgers, therefore, they have a two game, a one game lead on the Dodgers, who are 87 and 51. San Diego is 73-64. Colorado is 63-75, and 75, and Arizona is 45-93. and 93. So in the wild card race, the leading wild card team is the Dodgers, of course, uh, right now. Or So either they or the Giants. We don't even have to talk about them. One of them is going to be the wild card. The other is going to win the division. So we're looking at the second wild card, and I'm looking here. I think San Diego has it right now. Uh, let's see. They are 73-64. and 64. Uh, Cincinnati is 73-66. and 66. So they're a game out. St. Louis 69-67, but the Phillies are in there too. They're 71 and 66, so they're right behind uh, the the red. So, and then you know the Mets are still in the wild card race and the division. Phillies and Mets have the advantage. 
to being in the division race and the wild card race. Whereas, you know, the San Diego and the Reds and Cardinals have to get that wild card because they're not winning the division. Right. So uh, it's we're going to have a good race with all those teams in the National League. So the schedule for tonight at 610 Minnesota at Cleveland, uh, 635 Detroit at Pittsburgh, uh, 640 the Mets are at Miami, uh, uh, 705 Kansas City at Baltimore, Toronto at the Yankees, 710 Tampa Bay at the Red Sox, 720 Washington and at the Braves, 740 we have Philadelphia at the Milwaukee, Cincinnati at the Cubs, 745 the Dodgers are at St. Louis, 810 Seattle at Houston, 840 San Francisco at Colorado, 940 we have uh, the White Sox at Oakland, <clears throat> that uh, tough series that Robert mentioned, Texas at Arizona, and then at 1010 we have the uh, Angels at San Diego. So there you go with our schedule for tonight. Okay, getting into the news and notes of baseball. Uh, we, As I said, we had 11. Uh, at the time I wrote this, there were seven players who went up to uh, – to 11 and included on the Red Sox, Xander Bogart and uh, Matt Barnes and Kiki Hernandez. But Kiki Hernandez is about to come back. So just sort of rotating through. I'm not hearing what they do actually with Kiki. Kike, they mentioned that they uh, do a heart test on these guys before they come back. And I hope they do that in football too, because younger people they have do. had heart issues. Good, because younger people have had heart issues, and uh, that was taking an extra day to come back, maybe with a holiday or whatever. But uh, they think Kike would be back probably tonight. So it's starting to settle down, and they've weathered it. So we'll see how they do. Uh, let's see. Then we have, uh, let's see, six teams uh, have it. Uh, apparently only six teams have not met, that, met the vaccination requirements. One of them I know is the Red Sox. Yes. And uh, so, and then. Uh, Let's see. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay, Oakland. Oh yes. Oh yes. This attendance thing. That's what it was. Tampa Bay. On we talked about the Tampa Bay attendance. We're not going to go into a whole thing about it like we did a couple of weeks ago. But the Red Sox under seven drew under seven thousand against Tampa Bay in, in, at the Trop last Monday night, and we had said, well, when the Yankees and Red Sox come in, at least they draw them. Well, not anymore. At least not this year. So it's just uh, you know maybe it's the virus. That's part part of it. People don't want to be inside, and you can't. There's no open air option in that stadium, whatever. But the, they're just not drawing there at all. And uh, what's been their excuse every other year? That's yeah. What's yeah. been that excuse? But so, yeah, like, well, just went, there were 450 high school football games in the state of Texas that outdrew Tampa Bay against Boston. Even some small schools that have like four or five hundred people in their school, in their high school, that outdrew Tampa Bay. Yeah. Well, again, it's you know the ratings they say are very good. People are watching them and listening to them, but they just don't want to go. And again, crummy stadium inside, whatever COVID hotbed in Florida. So whatever it is, but they they're just not drunk. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the postseason because clearly they're now with be there. them with them in particular. Chris, I don't know that I think COVID has much to do with it because they've been they've been having this problem for years and years and years. Yeah, yeah. and the true, problem and the problem with Tampa is they're in a long term lease. It's going to be something's going to really yeah yeah, yeah really twenty twenty seven for them yeah, to get every, out of that. Yeah. Well, you can buy your way out of anything, as we always say. On every, here. Yeah, everybody there in Tampa pretty much is from somewhere else, so they have allegiance to their right. teams from where. <laughs> okay, Gregor Polanco went to the uh, Toronto. Uh, you know, signed a a minor league deal with uh, Toronto. Uh, Howie Rose announced that he's not going to do any more games this year. He had to go in for surgery. It's an undisclosed uh, ailment. We don't know what it is, but uh, he is hoping to be back next year. Uh, and the the uh, Mets have other problems, though. They fired their general, the second general manager they've had this year. Uh, he's not fired. He's on administrative leave. Yeah, oh, he's, he's not, not fired. Okay, no, he's well, not fired. Okay, I don't know what they're waiting he for. He probably but... he probably will be, but as yeah. for now, yeah. 
But anyway, he is on administrative leave because he was found sleeping in his car, refused to take a breathalyzer, uh, and was you know arrested for uh, DUI, of course. So that was after a party, I guess, at the owner's house on uh, That's correct. Monday okay. for some uh, donors or something. So I don't so know. So one thing, one word of advice, if you're going to pass out and sleep in the car, do not put the key in your engine at all because if you're just sleeping in the camp and if the key's in the engine, even if you're sleeping, they can get you on a DUI. So that's okay. advice. <clears throat> the Mets claim Brad Hand from Toronto. Well, in uh, ta- listening to people talk about it, he hadn't done very well in Toronto at all. That's why he was available because they'd pick him up at the deadline to be their closer. Yeah, he didn't do well in San Diego. He only did well in Cleveland. So I don't, I don't know what the deal is. So he can't be in the postseason because they picked him up after the first of September. Right. Uh, and David Ross and Jed. Uh, uh, Hoyer Hoyer uh, ended up, uh, you know, out for the with COVID, and they are both vaccinated. So it's just getting around. Uh, the Pittsburgh catchers have gone, and the Jacob Stalling and uh, Michael uh, Perez have gone on for at least up to because you don't they don't break in with pass ball information, but they have gone with uh, 179 games or more without uh, committing a pass ball since last August 8th. That's amazing. Perry got that information. Yeah. Uh, and there was a record set in by the Expos in the late 70s for that. You yeah. know, there's something that they, they talk a, you know, a lot you know, Chris, about. Chris, Pat Hughes was saying with that, though, he said what makes that amazing is he said some of the times when you throw what can even be called a wild pitch, yeah. he said some of those calls by the scorer are – you know, they can go either way. And yes. he said, you know, you would just wonder, wow, after that long, you would thought one would have went against him. Yeah. Right. The other thing that they're talking about, and I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but I know Will Fleming is really all over this. This business about the catchers trying to frame strikes by starting on, on one knee now, catching. Uh, that and, is correct. And it's very hard when you're on one knee, to, you know, if a ball is somewhere you don't expect to be to get up, have the, you have the one extra move to make, and it's creating a lot more problems with uh, pitchers and catchers with pass balls and while pitch it now. That, that is correct. You know, and they don't really know whether the uh, framing is actually uh, that beneficial and being down there. And I would think that's more strain on the catcher to stand like that. It's bad enough to crouch. I mean, I, I crouch for 30 seconds. I don't, I don't like it, you yeah. know, but uh, to do that uh, with uh, favoring one side it must be, you know, really even worse. So Johnny Bench uh, was also tested positive for, uh, so he's not going to be at the Hall of Fame ceremonies, which are going to be tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow eighth. afternoon yeah. at one Eastern time on the MLB Network and, of course, on Sirius XM uh, yeah. Channel 89. Well, that's just you great baseball. You put your Hall of Fame in the middle of the afternoon on a yeah, Wednesday. leave it to bed. Yeah. Yep. Just leave it. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And what was that, Bill? I just said, leave it to baseball. You know. Okay. Well, the dog. The, the dog. dog the dog thought it was a good idea. Going to the dogs. Yeah. Okay. That, that, so Johnny Bench was vaccinated, but again, these breakthrough infections we're having a lot of them. John Sterling uh, was stranded in uh, in the floodwaters Wednesday night, uh, trying to get home in New Jersey. And Ricky Ricardo, not uh, you know, not Desi Arnaz. Ricky Ricardo, the uh, Spanish broadcaster for the Yankees, and perhaps the heir apparent to replace John Sterling because he did a good job when John Sterling was out. Uh, went and rescued him because he had a Jeep. <clears throat> he, uh, John called Susan Waldman and said, you know, what, what am I going to do? I'm stuck here, you know, and I can't go anywhere, and I'm, the car's uh, starting to struggle. And, uh, you know, then uh, Ricky went out and uh, found him and uh, helped him get home. So that was good. Uh, let's see. And uh, let's see. I'm looking for my next note. Uh, we have the Pirates here. We're almost done with baseball. Uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Lewisica. Lo- 
the strained rotator cuff, and he's going to be out for at least 10 days. Well, that started like Sunday or so. So, And he was the bulwark of their bullpen. He pitched a lot. And Chapman is pitching terribly for the Yankees. You know, I don't know yes. what's going on with him. Uh, and then uh, and uh, Perry is finding joy watching the Cubs. And, you know, you can. If, if you've got a young, enough young players around, what's bad is when you have a – and we've had it here, too, other years, really a bad team, and, and there's all old guys. You know, nothing's going to come of that. But if you have some young, young guys, it, it does make it interesting. So anyway, so I guess or, or even or even they, they aren't all young guys. I mean, Schwindel and Wisdom, they're like 20, 28, 29, you know, right around well, that Patrick's age. But 31. Still, He's 31, 31. But still, I mean, you know, it's never too late to have a breakout year. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Charlie Morton uh, for uh, Atlanta signed a $20 million deal for next year for 22 and with a club option for 2023. So they got that worked out. And Sorry about that, guys. Oh, well, that's okay, Robert. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so uh, Charlie Morton is, uh, has re-upped with the Braves. So any, any other yeah. baseball um, yeah. yeah, have you guys heard about this latest strategy that a couple of teams have implemented? It happened in the Red Sox game yesterday. The um, Tampa Bay got two runs in the top of the, ninth, uh, top of the 10th inning. So they had two-run lead going into the bottom of the 10th with the runner on second base. And according to Dave O'Brien, they blocked him to third on purpose. And they said the Dodgers have done this a couple of times. And, and the reasoning is that that run doesn't mean anything. There's no force play in, in play here. And they're just avoiding him stealing signs. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I have heard about that, Rick. Yeah. I, don't know, I think that's getting a little bit much. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think people are paranoid after the business with Houston. Yeah. You know? well, well, and look, yesterday it almost came back to bite Tampa doing that because they almost gave up the game anyway. Yeah. Well, he yeah, might have, I don't know whether he would have scored on that anyway. Because anyway, you know yeah. they were two ahead, so that run wouldn't have mattered. But, right, yeah, but he scored. He ended up scoring, and then they loaded yeah, the did. bases again. Well, that's yeah. true. But that's I mean, true. if he had been a second, he would have scored, and they would have loaded the bases right. anyway. But yeah, yeah, it was a crazy game. But the nine inning mark was four hours and twenty minutes. But I didn't mind a bit of it. It was a great game. There was stuff going on. You know, I mean, there was a, a lost fly balls in the sun and all kinds of crazy things were happening, mostly to the Red Sox because their defense is horrible. They got to do something about their defense. And, we, and I have win. not heard, Chris, unless you guys, you were Rick, I did not hear any report on, on Manny Gonzalez, the umpire that left. No, no, after he was hit, no, on, the, I did not hit on the mask no. with the ball. You never hear that. About the they umpire. were saying, that, too, that is one of the reasons that they're using that we, they may want to bring in these. Uh, computerized umpires because with the pitchers yeah. throwing 100 miles an hour, more umpires are getting hit in the mask. Yes. yes that was right. something I've never seen before in a, in a regular season game. They found another umpire somewhere. Yeah, they yeah. did. I didn't hear where he came from. <laughs> no, they said he was I mean, in Boston. They he was at the ballpark. They said he was in the area. He was in the hotel. And uh, the thing is that they uh, he was there because somebody was going to rotate out uh, oh. next the, the next day. And yeah. so because uh, Joe Castiglione uh, texted the umpire supervisor to ask why they got him so fast, where he came from. And they said he was in a hotel in Boston. Sean McDonough said, well, fuck, he wasn't out golfing or, you know, <laughs> eating dinner or something. You know, wouldn't have been around. So, or lucky he hadn't so. had a beer yet. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay, so that's it for baseball for me. Anybody else uh, got anything for baseball, or are we going to go to the NFL? Let's go to the NFL. Let's go to football. All right, so why don't we do our picks first, and then I'll give the schedule. That'll make our, the schedule even more meaningful, and then we'll just do news and notes, which uh, there aren't too many of this week that I have. I mean, other than any last-minute cutdowns that we didn't hear about. But, okay, so the way I did it, I did it, and everybody didn't have to do it this way because I just thought of it this morning. did it by seedings, you know, because I didn't just do the East to start with. So I started. Starting in the AFC, figured we can't. 
Kansas City winning that division. So the top four are their division winners. Kansas City would be the one seed, Buffalo the two seed, Baltimore the three seed, Tennessee the fourth seed. The playoff teams, I think, will be Cleveland, Miami, and the Patriots. Wouldn't have been the Patriots until they made the move uh, cutting uh, Cam Newton. Uh, but uh, I think they could maybe sneak in, you know, uh, 10 and 7, something like that, maybe get the playoffs. I haven't really looked at their schedule to see if that's a, a good, uh, you know, thing, uh, you know, how you sit there and say win this, lose that. But um, that's my thought. In the NFC, I'm saying Tampa Bay, number one, Green Bay, number two, Dallas, number three, Rams, number four, Seattle, number five, Minnesota, all dome teams here. No, Seattle's not a dome team anymore. I guess. Seattle, five, Minnesota, six. And New Orleans seven. I think Sean Payton's just going to figure out a way to to get him in. The NFC is so much weaker; it really drops off. So it's kind of hard to find your land. Yeah, there were a couple of teams I considered in the AFC that just you know can't uh, um, you know make it, and, and that are better than teams in the NFC. It's just the cycle it used to be the other way around in the '80s. So anyway, and my Super Bowl pick is going back to Super Bowl one: Kansas City and Green Bay, with the Packers winning, with the Aaron Rodgers uh, story being uh, totally crazy, and then what's he going to do? Where's he going to? go and all this other stuff so that's my thought so well Rick- you don't agree you don't agree chris with larry fitzgerald well I'll, I'll, we'll do all of our picks and i'll <laughs> tell you who larry had in the super bowl okay go ahead rick okay afc division winners i have buffalo tennessee cleveland and kansas city my wild cards are baltimore miami and new england so we got the same seven playoff teams anyway uh yeah i guess we do yeah, yeah. Um, uh, in the NFC division winners, I'm <laughs> going with the Giants. Okay. I, I actually think Washington's a better team, but nobody wins that division two years in a row. What about uh, well, Dallas didn't win it either? No, but I don't think I think Dallas defense is so bad. I don't. Okay. I, I can't see them doing it. Right. Um, I got Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. Um, my wild cards are San Francisco, Arizona. And I wanted to take Seattle too, but it's it's just too hard to get four teams yeah. in the same division. They have to play each other. You can't get yep. that good a record. So my last team is Minnesota. Okay. And my Super Bowl is Kansas City and the Rams. Okay. Harry. Well, all of my in the AFC, I'm going to take uh, the Bills. That seems to be a popular pick. Yep. Um, I do believe the Browns will win the their division. Um, I also think uh, who am I in the South? That is, I know the Chiefs will win the West, and then the South. Where that that one's going to be tough because you know I think the Colts have a chance. I think, but I, I'll go with Tennessee um, in the South, and then the wild cards. I think Miami, Baltimore, and the Raiders. Okay. Thank you, Perry. Thank you. And then the <laughs> NFC, the NFC. I will. I will. I'm going to try it. At, I'll take Dallas in the East, uh, Green Bay, uh, Tampa Bay, and the Rams. And then I think your wild cards will be Chicago, Arizona, and New Orleans. And then the Super Bowl, I, I really think the Packers are going to be in there. And I, in an upset, I will take the Titans. Ooh, okay. Ooh. All right, Bill. Bill? Bill? Maybe he doesn't I'm want to right go I'm sorry. Bill is there. There, you, there, you, yeah. there you go. go ahead, My microphone wasn't working there for a second. I'm going to go pretty much the same as Perry, except I'm going to, let's see, Buffalo, of course, the Browns. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts and the Central if they stay healthy. You mean South. South, I'm sorry. Yeah, South, South, South. But South. That, Bill, that's hey, the thing with, that, that's the thing with anybody if they stay healthy. Right, but, I mean, reasonably so. 
I think they there's something about Tennessee that seems to blow up a couple years in a row. I don't know. We'll see. Um, Kansas City, of course. I really like those Raiders as a wild card team. Thank you. Um, I'm going to like the Dolphins because my prediction is some way, somehow, we're going to see Deshaun Watson on the Dolphins before this year is over with. Uh, Not with his legal problems. I still think so. I, I mean, I still think some way, somehow, Houston just has said, take advantage of me, take advantage of me. Um, so I'll go to the NFC. Let's see. Dallas, um, I like New I like New Orleans. I've, I've always been a Jameis Winston fan for some reason. Uh, you think Packers, he'd win in the regular season? I mean, I could see getting to the playoffs, but what about winning, winning in the regular season with 30 interceptions, 33 touchdowns? No, he's not going to win the regular season. I'm sorry. Uh, Tampa Bay is going to do that. Yeah, okay. Um, no, I think Jameis Winston and, um, you know, him and Carson Wentz could have their own MVP. <laughs> um, Seattle, okay, uh, Central in the West now. Uh, Central in the West. I'm going to go with the Central in the West. <sighs> I don't know. That's the one with the Green, Central Green one Bay. with the Packers, Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers, of course. And I'm going to go with the 49 Niners, maybe in the West. Okay. Also, okay. Super, Super Bowl pick. Super Bowl pick. I'm going to say Tampa Bay. And uh, who are they going to play? They're going to play the Kansas City Chiefs again. Mm-hmm. The rematch. Okay. Okay. A rematch. Okay. Uh, Robert. Uh, Robert. Uh, Buffalo in the East, Baltimore in the Central, Tennessee in the South, Kansas City in the West. Uh, wild cards. Um, I like the Raiders as a wild card. I do have questions, although it looks like they've spent a lot of money on their defense, and that was one of their weaknesses. So I'll take uh, the Raiders as a wild card. Miami is a wild card without Deshaun Watson. I don't think that'll happen. No, no. And uh, I will also take the Chargers as a possible wild card. I think uh, I think Justin Herbert with his full year and uh, no pressure to take over for somebody. Uh, I think he'll have a better year in his second year than he did in his first. Yeah, and, like I said, they, they were like teams. My runners up were like the Chargers and the Steelers. You know, I I thought about them sneaking in there, but you know, Roethlisberger's aging, yeah. uh, and and but he's good. If he if he could stay healthy, he's very good. And Herbert had a great year last year, so yeah, you know, um, they could. Super Bowl, I, I like uh, Kansas City, of course. Well, you want to do the yeah. NFC first? Oh yeah, all right, <laughs> that would work. In the <laughs> East, um, I'm going to go with the Washington Football Team. I, I like what Ron Rivera has done there. Um, uh, I uh, I have questions about Fitzpatrick being the full time starter, but he he's very knowledgeable. I look yep. at that. Look at the help he's helped everywhere he's been. He's always been very helpful to the quarterbacks. So I I think uh, I think I'll take the football team in the East. You know, I, I heard don't. that Fitzpatrick has has nine children, and they've all been born in nine different states. That because oh, really? he's been because he's been on like nine yeah, different yeah. teams. Yeah, you would think he was in the army, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, the Washington football team in the East, in the 
in the central, uh, that's obvious. Green Bay in the and south. Tech, and technically, and, as we're saying central, but we know north. it's technically yeah, the, it's north. the north. Actually. It's yeah, it's the north. It's central, but it's, yeah. it's not. It's, um, it was central for so long, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's the blue. north. So in the north, we'll take Green Bay. And in the south, we'll take Tampa Bay. And in the west, we'll take uh, uh, the Los Angeles Rams. I really think Matt Stafford being there is going to make a world of difference. The Rams still have a good defense. They lost a couple of key players during the offseason, but that's, you know, I, I think they'll figure it out, and I think the Rams will win the West. Uh, I think the 49ers will definitely be a wild card. I think Kyle Shanahan will figure out a way to, to figure out the quarterback situation. Uh, I think uh, Chicago will sneak in as a wild card. I don't. I don't like what the Vikings are doing. Uh, so I think Chicago, because I think Justin Fields will uh, will play very soon. I don't think Dalton will last too long. Um, and uh, the third wild card, I'll I'll, uh, I'll go with the Arizona Cardinals. Um, I you know, I like what the Cardinals are doing. I think Seattle's going to have a down year this year. Uh, they lost a lot of people on defense, and with the turmoil with uh, Wilson during the off season, uh, that was a major distraction. So I don't I don't suspect Seattle will have a good year. But that's just one man's opinion. And Super Bowl, I like Kansas City and Green Bay for a rematch, and uh, Green Bay will win it this time. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers will figure out where he's going to play next yeah. year. That's going to be crazy. And, and before, hey, Sean, before we get to you, and we will in just thir- just 10 seconds, but uh, we were talking about Manny Gonzalez, the umpire. He is out indefinitely. Uh, he is in con- concussion protocol. Yeah, that sounds so, right. Yeah, that our our uh, producer here in the 515 got that information <laughs> for us. Oh, good. So, Sean, Thank Sean, you go much. ahead. All right. Well, I'm going to go. I kind of seated him a little bit here. I sort of did this, and I didn't originally. But, of course, Kansas City, you know, and then you go Buffalo, Cleveland, and then Tennessee. And my wild card, the top one is going to be Baltimore, Miami, and then the Chargers. I kind of like the Chargers sneaking in there. I mean, I think the Raiders are a year away. Right now, oh, so damn, I, I, I forgot think, about the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, Baltimore, Baltimore, Miami, and the Chargers. So I look at those three. Then in the NFC, well, I got to start off Tampa Bay, Green Bay. I think the Rams. And then I'm going Philadelphia because somebody has to win that division, unfortunately. <laughs> somebody does. I that think that's the division we pick every, every – people, I think, will pick every team. Yeah. Somebody's got to win that division by default, you know. Yep. And then my wild cards, I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to start off – this was a tough one for me. I'm going to go San Francisco. I'm going New Orleans and Arizona. Like I said, I am not sure about Seattle – Little distractions. Chicago, I think, I don't know if it's this year. I still think they're a year away. Also, I wanted to go, you know, Pittsburgh, like I said, in the AFC, I think, because I didn't want to go with them because I think he's, you know, Roethlisberger's on his left leg. But not literally, but you know what I mean. But anyway, and my Super Bowl is going to be Kansas City, Green Bay. Kansas City will win. I think Green Bay too. Green Bay will beat Tampa Bay to get there. I think, and then but Kansas City will win Super Bowl. And there you go, folks. Okay. Well, well, Yes, he picked the Titans and the Buccaneers to go to the Super Bowl, and he picked the Titans oh, wow. to win. Okay. That's, oh, Jamal, Jamal is with us. Jamal, if if you want to unmute, Jamal's going to be probably mad at some people because they didn't have the Bears in there. So, uh, Jamal, well, if you want to come in and 
That would be good for me if they, uh, that has to mean Derrick Henry would have a good year. He's uh, our, one of my protected guys on my fantasy team. So they're one of my teams. So that's good. Hello. Uh, there's hey, hello. Y'all. Okay. A couple things here, football and baseball. First of all, football, listening to your picks, I might as well put mine out too. Okay. For the, for the divisions, AFC, Buffalo to win the East. For the uh, Tennessee to win the Central. Or the, you mean the South. Oh, Tennessee South. to win the South. South. Cleveland to win the Central. North. North. And the Chiefs to win the West. Okay. And for my wild cards, I would like uh, Miami. I think they're going to slip it, sneak in. I do like uh, the Chargers and Baltimore. Okay. On the NFC side, the East will be the Dallas Cowboys if they stay healthy. Along with the North will be the Green Bay Packers, unfortunately. <laughs> the South will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the West will be the Seattle Seahawks. Okay. My wild card for the NFC, the Los Angeles Rams, the New Orleans Saints, and the Chicago Bears. Okay. And then the Super Bowl now, pick? Well... I'm going with the Buffalo Bills and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that would be right. interesting. And who would and, win that who would win that game? And I'm gonna take guess that the uh that the Buffalo Bills won their first Super Bowl. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. All right. And All right. baseball what baseball thing. Now I know Robert is disappointed about his A's. Yeah. But I hope yeah. but I hope for my sake that the White Sox shred the A's <laughs> and keep the A's from not playing well. But the White Sox have always had trouble in Oakland, unfortunately, during the history. Uh, they have never done well in the Coliseum. So. That's the problem. That's my concern. A lot of people are concerned the White Sox have kind of struggled lately. They've struggled in Kansas City. They'd lost two or three to the Royals. And some people are upset the fact that the White Sox aren't really trying to play for home field home field advantage because they're a half game behind Houston. But you know what? I say that I say play for home field advantage so you don't get so you don't have to spend the majority of games in Houston. You got injuries, yeah, but we try but try to keep winning games because last year with the White Sox were flat down the stretch, they were one and done. They got knocked out early. Yeah, and if they don't, the by the Oakland A's in the Coliseum. That's correct. Yeah. So the White Sox don't get their act together. Next year might be another one and done. So Tony and Coney should forget about trying to rest all these players, win some damn ball games, get to the playoffs, and try to move on in the American League playoff series. And if it means finishing if they were the second best league in the American League, and that's what they need to do. Well, they'll have, you know, some uh, potential postseason opponents here with the A's and then the Red Sox over the weekend. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I hope the White Sox can put the pedal to the middle and win uh, five out of six or, or four out of six and get back to playing good baseball. Okay. All right. <sighs> All right. That's, uh, anything else uh, before we go on to the NFL schedule? Oh, Perry, I know what. Perry, you were going to do some, uh, tell us uh, something about what Larry Fitzgerald said. Yeah, we just did a minute ago. He has the uh, Titans and the Buccaneers. Bill, were you trying to get in, Bill? I I think Dick might be in waiting to. Okay. Okay. All right. Dick, I just saw your hand go up, so there you are. Go right ahead. 
Uh, there he is, man. There. Get to uh, star six, uh, Dick, and unmute there. Yeah, star, star six. six. He's a veteran. He knows these things. He yeah, knows. Sometimes it doesn't work, though. Sometimes Zoom things just a weird thing. Well, while he's doing that, Chris, why don't you give us the schedule? Okay, real quick let's do the schedule, and then we'll see if we can get there. And, and okay, Dick, if you so. want to keep, if you want to keep that unmuting, do that while he's giving the yeah, schedule. Yeah, and you can, you can stay on. unmuted and just wait, and we'll finish the schedule in a couple minutes here. Okay, for the big extravaganza Thursday night, <clears throat> Dallas uh, at Tampa Bay, where they uh, you know raise their banner, eight twenty p.m., and that's on NBC. Sunday night or Sunday, September twelfth, one o'clock, Philadelphia at Atlanta, and that's on Fox. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, 1 p.m. on CBS. Minnesota at Cincinnati, 1 p.m. on Fox. San Francisco at Detroit, 1 p.m. on Fox. Arizona at Tennessee, 1 p.m. on CBS. <clears throat> Seattle at the Colts, 1 p.m. on Fox. The Chargers are at Washington, 1 p.m. on CBS. The Jets are at Carolina. There's a Sam Darnold game, uh, 1 p.m. on um, CBS. We have Jacksonville at Houston, 1 p.m. on CBS. Cleveland at Kansas City, 4.25 p.m. That's a good game, CBS. Yeah. Miami at the Patriots, 4.25 p.m. on CBS. All eyes in that, from Alabama will be on that game. They're going to, I'm sure, beam that to Alabama because they want to see those uh, yeah. Crimson Tide quarterback go at it. Green Bay uh, at Jacksonville will play New Orleans because that game was moved because of Hurricane Ida, 4.25 p.m. on Fox. Denver at the Giants, uh, run of Rick's, uh, a key early matchup, as Rick said, yes. uh, at 4.25 p.m. on Fox. The Sunday night game is Chicago at the Rams, 8.20 p.m. on NBC. And only one Monday night game this, this year, but at least one. See, the, I like the two games, but I only would get a game and a half because I couldn't stay up, you know, and it still works. So well, at least it's a regular game, and it's a, a good one. Baltimore at the Ra Raiders, 8.15 p.m. on uh, ESPN and ABC. So yeah, I wonder why they're putting that. Wonder why they're doing that, though. I, mean, I think okay. that's only for well, the first okay. week, though. Yeah. No. So, uh, ABC, no. Hold on. Hold on. Time, ABC. ABC has. They're doing this this week, and I think starting on next year's TV deal, ABC and ESPN have three games that they'll simulcast, and they're only doing the one game because since there's now an 18th week, you know, to play 17 games. Their ESPN will still have 17 week of month 17 Monday night football games, though, because that's part of this year's deal. But I think this year it's a, at least there may be more. But I know starting with the new deal in 22, ABC gets three. So I don't and, know. And we'll uh, later on. remember, uh, on ESPN two on Monday night, you'll have Peyton and, and Eli Manning. Uh, you know, doing their own commentary on the game. So you'll have the regular broadcast on ESPN, and you'll have um, Peyton and Eli on ESPN2. And, of course, so all of the regular broadcast will also be on ABC for this game. Yeah. So there you go. Just another Manning Monday. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, very good. Okay. Uh, Will we have Dick with us yet? Yes. Yeah. Dick yeah, is there. Dick. Dick. All right. Stars, uh... Nope, you're good. You're good. You don't need to hit anything. You're good. All right. Hey, I got to make my picks, guys. Okay. okay. All right. I'm looking forward to that Kansas City game on Sunday. That'll be a good one to listen to. Yep. I'm hoping that I can get uh, on the internet. I hope I can get my uh, the Kansas City announcer. I think he's one of the best ones on. He is. He's very good. Yeah. Okay. But here we go. Um, in, in the NFC Central, uh, the team from Green Bay, man, I, I hate, it hurts me to say that, but I have to say it. To be honest. Uh, <laughs> in the East, oh, God. You know, 
the winner of that division will probably be about uh, six and uh, eleven. Yeah. Washington, Washington team because of Rivera being the coach. All right, there's two. Um, and it's got to be Tampa Bay. But you know, great, you know, Brady. You know, it takes one hit and he could be out. You, you well, know. it happened in 2008, so yep. it can happen. Yeah, and the guy he's no spring chicken. Okay, and then in the West, we, uh, probably L.A. Although, yeah, I'm going to go with L.A. The Seattle. Is- I think we've all picked. I think that's a unanimous pick. I think everybody's picked the Rams, so that ought to take care of them, right, Barry? Hey, yeah, I well, would think so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know. In the AFC, we've got uh, you know, Buffalo might just pull it off. Uh, yeah, oh, that's the other unanimous pick. We've all picked yeah. Buffalo. Yeah, that's yeah. Really and we're all picked Kansas City. So, we did. going nowhere, and the Jets are going nowhere in, in uh, I don't know, Miami. Okay, uh, in the West and in the South. Oh my God! I don't know. Uh, Wentz is unproven. He, he he's he's not he's not a real deal. I don't think. That's why I picked Tennessee. Yeah, and he could probably eliminate. He could probably eliminate the Texans. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. There, there's two. Um, and then um, in the West. Oh goodness. Uh, well, that's Kansas City. Kansas City, right? Of course. And then in the north, oh, Lord, I don't know. Well, it's kind of between Baltimore and Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, Cleveland, I guess Cleveland's supposed to be the real deal. Uh, finally, yeah, they the, are. The movie draft day is coming to fruition here. Okay, yeah. wild card teams. Um, in the uh, NFC, oh, goodness, what about, um, yeah, I'm not really sure. The Super Bowl will be Kansas City and uh, probably Green Bay. And I okay. Goodness, get Kansas City wins. Okay. All right. Okay. Very good. There he goes. Okay. Uh, so, Rick, you got any NFL notes? Uh, just a couple. Um, Tampa Bay was uh, the second team to announce that they're fully vaccinated. Yeah. Um, Brady said that he had the he had the COVID flu a little bit after the Super Bowl last year. He got it at the parade. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He, he said he got it at the parade. Uh, he's gonna he's gonna set a record when he starts um, Thursday night. He'll be the first NFL player ever to start 300 games. Uh, yep. There's like three running backs that signed, um, either taken from practice squads or on waivers. Um, the Atlanta Falcons signed um, their ex-giant Wayne Gallman. Uh, Carolina signed Ross Freeman, who was playing with Denver. Uh, the Raiders signed um, Peyton Barber. From Washington, yes. Yeah. And the Raiders also signed K.J. Wright uh, for a linebacker, Rick. I don't know if okay. you got that or not. No. So, and yep. Zach Martin's got the, the best offensive lineman for Dallas. It looks like he's going to miss the game Thursday night with COVID. Yeah, I guess yeah, he was, there's still a slight yeah, chance if he gets two negative case, uh, tests, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah he, and was he was vaccinated. vaccinated. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're saying that if the game were on Sunday, he might have been eligible, but right. this is Thursday. That's the big reason why. So. Yeah, and that's all. Okay, yeah. all right. Anybody else with NFL before we move um, to college football? Bill, Bill, if you want to come on in, uh, I suppose here. you and I can can talk about this. Can I just say record? Oh, wait yeah. a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead, Bill. I'm just going to say record breaking, and I'll talk to you guys about it later. Okay. Record breaking good. So wow, now, good. good. Uh, <laughs> by, by the way, before we talk streaming, something just came across a few seconds ago. Uh, Gonzaga basketball coach Mark View is facing a DUI charge after a traffic stop in Idaho. So, oh boy, Mark View has a DUI <laughs> charge on coming at him. Now um, he, he might survive that, but I think he will. Yeah, uh, he probably went on a recruiting trip and celebrated that he signed somebody and had yeah, a little probably. bit too much. <laughs> now, one thing, one thing that I would tell you, and I told you, Robert, I could probably maybe help you a little bit with some money here, and here's okay. how you do it. 
instead of getting the TuneIn Live, get you would want to just download the TuneIn app and get okay. TuneIn Premium, and then link your A device through TuneIn Premium. Because if you do it that way, if you pay by the, if you pay ten dollars a month, right. you get seven days free. Okay. If you pay one hundred dollars for a year, which is going to save you twenty bucks anyway, right. you get thirty days free. So the key is to download the app into my phone and then Correct. right then then uh, link it to the okay I and got that's how you. I, yeah that's how that's how you would want to do yeah, it now and, and then uh, you can get that microwave well right. And the, the, <laughs> right the other thing is they are sending out pre or coupons and emails or that link that you click on and you can get it for fifty dollars a year instead of one hundred okay. All right. Thank now, you. I, now, I yeah. have not gotten one of those emails yet, so hopefully I will. Yeah. And for the NFL, the NFL, if you just want it on your A device, if you're a Prime member, it's two ninety nine, dollars and yeah. it's $3.99 for non-Prime members. Right. right. Now, also, SiriusXM, uh, I heard a commercial today. They will be doing the the replays again like they did last year. Oh, good. Okay. So if you have that, you can listen that way. Um, of course, they have their... Uh, channels that each team has on there, right? Uh, uh, those I... start in those start uh, at eight hundred, and uh, the uh, they go in alphabetical first... order. Yeah, right. uh, alphabetical order, and all thirty-two teams they all each have their own channel. So they do. And are yeah. they going to do? And if you have, all the if way you up. have an yeah. A device, all you do is say play whatever team, right? On yeah. Sirius XM, and uh, right. Am I missing anything, Bill, before we get to the college part of it? Oh, the only other thing is, are they going to carry, well, I know you can get the NFL channel on channel 88 or, you know, stream it. But I love the they, Sunday drive. Is that what you're talking yeah, about, Bill? that's what I'm talking about. And is TuneIn going to do an equivalent? Remember, they used to do. That I haven't heard. They used to do an end zone show. Yeah, and and to be honest, there's I, I like Sunday Drive, but what I liked about TuneIn's is it was it was faster. They would go from game to game right, faster. That was good. You know. They do it again. They do a good job at that. They do. So, so hopefully, hopefully that's back. That. And by the way, and, looking for the at the TV, I was going to say when I read the schedule, it looked to me like, and I didn't look at the next week since all those games were at four twenty five. It looks like they're doing what they do at the end of the season, and both networks having uh, double headers. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Now, so as good. as far as streaming, we might as well just hit the streaming all right here with the college. You're, you said, Bill, the other day, if you have TuneIn Premium, you do get college athletics. You do get college athletics because, remember, I was cl- showing you those games that I were getting that, right. that you could not get. So it's, it's too bad. Now, one thing that I will tell tell you with the Varsity Network, and I know Bill and I both have that, and it's a great app. Yes. Some teams do on demand; others do not. Right, um, but they the, will. I know. You know. I know the University of Iowa does not do on demand. But they will stream those games live. So yes, they do. Yes, and they do. They, and that's the cost on that is what Dick loves. Dick loves free. So oh yeah, yeah he loves free. So it oh. it will be free. It is uh, free for that. There is nothing for free ninety nine. Yeah, yes. free ninety nine. <laughs> so uh, that's it on that. Um, Anything like, else with streaming while we're on that topic? 
any anything. I, I don't see anything. Now, Sean, you're you're new to the Lady A stuff, so do you? Is this answering all your questions, or because well, I know I know you're big into college and you had trouble getting well, a lot of I've been getting most of the college through other ways with streaming. Anyway, getting from flagship, but hopefully when Varsity Network. When they get it on TuneIn, uh, hopefully they will, or they'll get it synced up with the Lady A. Hopefully, and I'm sure they will. You know, I'm sure at some point they'll figure bit something easier. out because they yeah. uh, these these people know. I think you would agree, Bill. They know <clears throat> that there's a lot of people who listen with smart speakers and things. They know that's probably yeah. the wave of the future. No, there's no question or doubt about it. But don't let me tell you something about streaming. And I've been doing it now for hmm, probably over 20 years. And that is, don't let these flagships fool you. What may work this week may not that, work next week. That's a very, a very good point. <laughs> and you also right. do get those things where you're out of area, like uh, I'll say Northwestern, it says in your area we cannot, uh, you get those recordings. Very typically what they're going to tell you or what they're supposed to tell you, maybe they don't, but what they're supposed to tell you is within about, if you're within 75 miles of said station, you can stream. Otherwise, they're by, by they're not supposed to technically. Right. But college is the wild west of, of the whole thing. Yeah, because it certainly is. It, yeah, anything can it happen, is, and it can change in the middle of a game. Oh, We've seen it change in the middle of a game. Yes. Well, yeah. it is also it's also up to Learfield IMG's agreement with each school because, like University of Texas here in Austin, if you go on the app, you can go to Coke FM or Horn or 1049 the Horn, go to their app, but it gives you a link to go to Texas Sports because they're broadcasting other stuff on there. So, you know, it depends on each agreement with each school also. Right. Some of the okay. teams and, you want and them we'll to hit like. that. We'll hit that more, I'm sure, as oh, we go yeah. forward. You know? yeah. yeah, as we fight. Like, so, oh, okay. yeah. And if people, and if people have, have streaming questions, yeah. let us know and we'll try to answer those. Go ahead, right. Bill. Yeah. We've got a raised hand. Okay. We Perry, do, did you see it that? It's Gina, is, maybe? It is Gina. So, Gina, if you want to unmute. Hello. Hey, there she Gina, is. Did enough people pick the Seahawks to did make enough the playoffs? Gina, have we, have we ticked you off today? Nobody, I don't think hardly anybody picked the Seahawks. No, a couple they? people did. A couple you know people what? did. I'm going to pick the Seahawks just because I can. Okay. <laughs> Besides that, I'm a 12. Right. Yeah, you are. You are. You're 12. You and Tom Brady are both 12. No, no, there's a 12. The 12 are the Seahawks. 12 yeah. are the Seahawks, yeah. but uh, Tom Brady is TB12. That's right. Oh, well, well, I'm the right kind of 12. No. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I keep thinking that if I had the means to do it, I'd want to find somebody that could. I'd like to get a whole bunch of uh, green and blue T-shirts, you know, Seahawk colors. Uh-huh. Let's see if I get someone to put blind 12 in Braille on them. Oh, there, there you, you go. go. <laughs> yeah. Give, give that to your uh, one of your state, um, you know, associations or something. See, yeah, see if they exactly want to do it for a fundraiser. A fundraiser, exactly. you know. Exactly what I was thinking about yeah. doing. Yeah. But anyway, um, last Saturday... The Huskies did not do well. I was really disappointed. No, well, they didn't talk about that too. That's the but um, yeah. the Huskies are being played on AM nine fifty KJR, uh-huh. and I tried asking my Lady A device play Washington Football Network, and it said Washington Football Network wasn't available on TuneIn Live. So I was able to make yeah. it play AM nine fifty. 
So, you know, thanks for thinking that that might not continue to work. I think the problem that you have, Gina, is unfortunately, as Bill and I said a few minutes ago, you're probably going to have to somehow get the, the some of the one of the how some premium. How far do you know in mileage? How far are you from KJR? Um, Roughly. Well, I don't know. It's in Seattle, and I'm about 19 miles away from Seattle. Oh, then well, you should okay. be able to. You should be able to yeah. get that. Well, no, she said she did get KJR. She didn't I get, get KJR. She didn't get Washington. Okay. I just couldn't get the Washington Football Network. Well, no, okay. these old tune-in channels that have been uh, put put to pasture that we used to have. What we used to have was a, a channels on that I had on the stream. The iPad about forty of them in there that could get uh, like all the colleges were almost all the colleges you'd want were listed a tune-in channel. That might have been what Miss A was thinking of, and then and but, but the way you asked it, you know how it is with her. You've got to ask it the way she wants it, or you yeah. don't get anything. Well, so well, right. what it's doing, you have to have, if you want to get if you want to say play. Washington Football Network. It sounds like you have to have TuneIn Premium. It's not on TuneIn Live anymore. But with TuneIn Live and TuneIn, you you can play around and find flagship stations or other stations on those yeah. networks. Since since you know it's nine fifty, you can just ask for your KJR. KJR. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And that's what I'm going to do because um, where I live, once KJR goes on low power, I can't hear them. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah. Okay. So and I don't have right. an AC radio. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Great. So thanks, thanks a lot. Okay. All right. So college football. Oh, so, we got more hands, we, by the way. Go, go more ahead. hands. Oh, more hands. More hands. We're going to be here a while, Chris. It's okay. That's okay. Uh, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry, go ahead. You're unmuted, Jerry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Jerry. He's coming. Okay, oh, Jerry. There he is. Jerry? I would have liked to have heard, but I don't think there was any coverage. I'll try to get the church website that it was on uh, Tunch Elkins service was today oh yeah but unfortunately I was getting chemotherapy at that time so uh-huh. I don't know if there's any local Pittsburgh coverage or not and if, you know what you might do uh, Jerry is have a, a friend maybe go on the website for the for his church because it said in the in the thing that um, David USF played uh, for us that he was uh, an assistant pastor or something at the church right so ask uh, somebody to go on the website, and they could maybe get to that uh, get to that service. Okay, I would like to hear it. Uh, yeah. Right. No, I, I I will miss him. Uh, he and Craig Wolfley, you could tell. You know, there's there's you know, for example, that Brad Sham and Babe Waffenberg are, are buddies. You know, yeah. that Sonny and Sam with the Redskins were buddies. You know, you just know there's certain chemistry with people. You hear Gil and Gino and the Patriots were like that. They just are best friends, and you just enjoy listening to people that that are like that on the air. You know, right. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Jerry? While we got you. Well, a lot of the stations that you mentioned, Perry and the group up. I couldn't stream because it's, uh, I, I can do that on one of your, I can't do it here, but I can do it on one of your other devices, which I don't have any other device. I did get KQCR, mm-hmm. and I could get, um, well, WHO probably cut off. Uh, if, you have a good, if you have a good radio, Jerry, WHO replays the game at 11 o'clock our time at night, too. Yeah. If you have a really good radio. Yeah. They may let us hear that on the stream. They might. Know. Yeah, they might. All right. Well, like with the well, like with the Giants, uh, I can I can listen to the Giants replays at night directly from KNBR. But during the day when they have the game live, I don't get it on KNBR. You know that way. Yeah, they won't stream that. Yeah, yeah. we have another hand raised. We're getting one by one. Oh hey, boy, Al. we're setting Al, the record. Al, yeah. Al, I, and Al, I got your name right. Yeah, go ahead, Al. Hey, Al. 
Al? Okay, now I'm unmuted. There we go. go. Right. I was muted, so I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, what I do, uh, a lot of the college state, uh, flagship stations or network affiliates, uh, you could get the games, as somebody mentioned earlier. Yes, for the callers or the frequency, and you could get them. Yeah. I tried on uh, a couple of the... Uh, a couple of Columbus stations and some of the affiliates. I, I yeah. got, you know, Pocky. Oh, Ohio State does seem to be uh, very willing to stream. They're on the Columbus one. They were on, uh, uh, you know, Cleveland. in Cleveland there. Yeah. So, and, uh, 90, and right. Columbus is 97 won the ticket, I think. One, yeah. Yeah, WBNS. And then uh, yep. a couple of years ago, when I got my device, I, I asked for the Johnstown Holdy station, that voice track station, and they they were Penn State for WCCL. And Josh, I get that. Well, one of those, uh, WPHT uh, is streaming this year. Uh, yeah, and, yeah, they're streaming yeah. So you can get them that way. So, yeah. And I'm going to try WHO Saturday night at midnight. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, no, they, that, should, that should be, and we'll talk about it here in a minute, Dick. Or, uh, geez, Al, that should be one of the best <laughs> games of the weekend that IOI was Oh, staying. it is. Yeah, we're getting ready to talk about it. Yeah. I'll have to stay up at midnight to get the rebroadcast. I'm going to watch Ohio State anyway uh, earlier yep. that day. But anyway, uh, I'm going to call you guys uh, tomorrow at 11 Eastern. Eric. No, 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 we're going to be uh, 1 Eastern. Eastern, Eastern. Okay, one is okay. That's yeah, co- right. coffee yeah. club, then Tim, and then Perry and Bill. Yep, yeah, right. we'll, we'll be here, Al. Okay, I'll do that. I got okay. maybe a couple of right. 80s for uh, Bill. Sounds good. Up. Sounds okay. good. Okay, all right. Take care, guys. Have a good okay. night. Yeah, right. yeah, we got some college football. Here we go. We got all. Oh, maybe, hey, don't don't, don't guess, Sean. We we every. I said that three times. Okay, <laughs> we can try it. Now, the first thing, may as well get out of the way, Sean. How about the uh, before we even start into the game? We will have our rumors. How about the Big Twelve expansion now? Okay, well, supposedly, uh, according to 24-7 Sports, according to The Athletic, and multiple sources are reporting this, and they came out with this on Friday, that the Big 12 is interested in Cincinnati, Central Florida, Houston, and BYU, and they could issue invitations as soon as this week. Now, they are not; those four are not interested. They've also looked at FMU, Memphis, South Florida, and Boise State, but these are the four they've always won. BYU, like the BYU Cincinnati. And the reason they're saying, well, number one, is because the other conferences don't want them. And if they get them to come into the Big 12, they, for right now, have a seat at the table in the Power Fives. You know, for all Boy, the that's going to be a lot seat. of travel for some of these teams, though, to go to UCF. Yeah, yeah well, because, not really. Example, not any different. Not any different than it is going to West Virginia. So it's easier than getting to Morgantown, West Virginia. Yeah, it's hard to get in there. You know, okay. now at BYU, they're a national brand. They have the Mormons across the country, and most of the Big Twelve championships are on Saturday at that baseball, and they could probably move that. So that does work out. Like you know, you can get direct flights now. Like I said, it's going from Manhattan, Kansas, to Morgantown, West Virginia is an adventure because Manhattan you got to get to Wichita, Kansas City, and then get to Pittsburgh, and then the Morgan. So that's a pretty big adventure, but yeah. And yeah. we'll keep our eye on that story. That that'll be breaking probably as we go. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So we had some some funny results. Now, one, you know, it's a conference game, but Virginia Tech beat North Carolina. North Carolina was ranked uh, 10, and Virginia Tech was unranked. And I guess the North Carolina coach was saying, you know, uh, Matt Brown, he was saying he didn't think they deserved to be number 10. He didn't think oh, they were going to be. Oh, yeah, he said we were overrated is what he said. Yeah. He said we yeah. were overrated. But I wrote yeah. down a few games, and if you guys want to comment on them or, or whatever, just games that to me is a, not, sort of a novice, just look funny, uh, you know, like you wouldn't expect. South Dakota State beat Colorado State. That doesn't sound 
you know, eh, South Dakota State. South Dakota State. They're Chris. They're in that same uh, conference as North Dakota State, Northern Iowa, and all that. And they're South okay. Dakota State's right up there. And okay. Dakota State's not a great Mountain West, so that's why I'm not. They're not that great. And the, and the and the people in Vegas, because uh, I've been listening to a lot of Las Vegas radio because of the Raiders. A lot of the handicappers even predicted that they would win that game because they said okay. Colorado State wasn't very good. How about Kansas yeah. State beating Stanford? Uh, that was a, a that was a little bit of a surprise. Yes, that. Yeah, that, I don't think it really Stan- was. Well, if you believe the rating, Stanford was supposed to be, according to the sh- the show on yeah. uh, on Learfield on Saturday, Stanford was rated pretty good. But no, David Shaw says he does not have a good team this year. And Chris so. Kleiman's a good Chris Kleiman's a good coach from Kansas State. You know, he came in from North Dakota State, and I think he's getting it together for Kansas State. Kansas State is one of those teams yeah. that Chris Kleiman is a good coach. Yet, so yeah. were you guys surprised? Stanford. Okay, go ahead. Stanford in the Pac-12. Yeah, just, uh, yeah okay, well, I knew you were going to say that. Okay, <laughs> now, was was it surprising to uh, Perry, you, to you and to Bill, that it was 34-6 to six that Iowa beat Indiana? Yes. That's a lot. Yes, that was a yeah. surprise. That was, supposed to, that was supposed to be, as I understood it anyway, uh, from what Gary Dolphin was saying before the game, that was supposed to be a nip-and-tuck game all the way. But Ed Podolak said as it went along, um, and I don't know what you heard, Bill, on the Indiana broadcast, but Ed Podolak said you could tell that that quarterback had not been test, hadn't played any on that repaired knee, and mm-hmm. he said they're probably he thinks they're going to be a better team at the end of the season than they were the other day. Right, I okay. believe so too, but I believe it may be too late. Plus, this quarterback has had the same knee ACL surgery two times on this knee, and he's only a junior. So, what does that tell you? Okay, the Marshall beating Navy forty-nine to nothing, seven, I should say. That's that's a lot. That's I mean, a I lot. And that was winning, that but. was Mar- that uh, that was a little bit of a surprise because Navy is generally pretty decent. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not surprised that Marshall beat Navy because Marshall's a pretty good team in coverage USA, but to beat them that badly, yeah, by the yeah. amount. Yeah, and being speaking of, uh, I thought Miami give Alabama a better fight than forty-four to thirteen. I did too. No, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised <laughs> at all. I'm, I, no, Miami's Miami's not. Miami's still. They've been rebuilding the last few years. I'm not. Yeah, surprised. they were better last year though. But I thought they'd do better than that. Than that. And, but uh, Georgia beat Clemson ten to three, and that was uh, that was uh, the only three points. Because that quarterback, and I forget, I can't pronounce his name. You know, another Hawaiian name. But Tua he done, Yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, the other guy. No, but, yeah, there's something, something like that in there. But the point is, he did pretty well I mean, against BC and somebody else who was a mid, mid-level team. But, you know, it, like 10 to 3, wow, that, that really, they really shut them down. Well, they did. They did. Georgia. Apparently, Georgia has a top-notch defense, Chris. That's what well, and I'll talk about that when I give the rankings here in a minute, and you'll see where yeah. that affects it here. So okay. then uh, UCLA beat LSU, as Pierre talks about. He's not too excited well, about his uh, Tigers. I give LSU. I give LSU a little bit of a pass on that one because of what they've gone through, yeah. having to go to Houston. But you know what? UCLA two weeks in a row has shown. I mean, granted, the first week was against Hawaii, but against LSU. I mean, Chip Kelly. But Chip Kelly's getting it together this year. I mean, he's finally getting something together. They're trying well, to run him out of L.A., and he, here, he, here he is. He's winning the first two weeks. So. Well, the yeah. only thing that made the Stanford fans happy was Nevada beat Cal, and uh, they like that. Yeah. So, uh, and you Cal's know. not that good anyway. I I know, mean, uh, no, Cal is not going to be good. And David Shaw, he's an honest coach for Stanford. And, and he, he said that, you know, uh, like Mac Brown, uh, hey, people, we're overrated. We're not going to be that good this year. You know? yeah. And okay. you talk about, like you mentioned, Holy Cross in Connecticut. Yeah, you know, that's the next one. I know that's yeah. funny about you. 
I'll get that. And Tulsa, Cal Davis. Cal Davis is a, they've been in the playoffs in SDS, and Tulsa's not that great. And remember with Holy Cross and UConn, UConn did not play football last year, and they went independent, and so they're going to be oh, struggling. Yeah, they're, they've already looked, they're already 0 and 2. Uh, the one that did surprise me, though, Montana, yes, they are an FCS power, but Washington was ranked. They were predicted in the North to go battle with Oregon, and the fact that Montana came in there and, you know, went off uh, and beat Washington, that surprised me. And, How about Eastern Tennessee beating Vanderbilt? Anybody no. beating uh, Not really. Vanderbilt isn't no. that good. I know no, they're Vanderbilt. a team, but still, no. you know, so on. Now, no. now my ma- by the way, though, my message to clone fans, slow down. It's not the end of the world. Everybody's, oh, my gosh, we only beat Northern Iowa 16 to 10. Slow well, down. It's not the end of the world. A win's a win. A win is a win. And if, you, if you've watched this series in any manner, Northern Iowa plays them tough all the time. It, that's why, remember, Chris, when we were talking the other night about the point spread, and I said there's no way in the yeah. world I would take the Iowa State in 31 points? That's right. why. That's why. Oh, no. So what do we? Uh, now, so uh, why don't you run down the ratings? Uh, let me John, give, the, let me give you some other. Let me give you okay. some other thoughts on some of these other games. All right. Okay. I remember I told you last week Minnesota was going to give Ohio State a game, and it was a 14 point win, but it was not that big of a win. I mean, it was not that. What well, it, it was a lot yeah, closer right. than 14 points. It was a lot right. closer than 14 points. I mean, I, I mean, Ohio State. I mean, Minnesota snuck up there. I mean, now Ohio State's got Oregon this week, but then like Central Florida, Boise State. That one spread. I mean, that was a good battle. You it know, was. coming out. I mean, and, it, and by the way, everybody got was that game going. Everybody was saying too that I've heard two or two or three people that they didn't. They got Ohio State, and they they thought Paul Keels was just kind of there. If you wanted somebody with a little yeah. more excitement, you should have listened to KFAN. That would have been. Mike Graham, he was a little, he's a lot more excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I will, yeah, Central Florida, they, when they pulled that out, Josh Heupel, you know, that was pretty decent game. Another one that's really surprised. Now, this game, it was, it was no scoring, but Penn State, Wisconsin was another good one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that, it was. Was. that was another good one. And, uh, of course, Tulane, we talk about LSU going through what they went through. Tulane, they had to move the game to Norman. Tulane couldn't find a place to practice, and they finally did at Alabama. And then they still, and Oklahoma jumped out to that 37-14 lead, and then here they come in the fourth quarter. Tulane gets it down to, you know, 40 to 35 the final, and they almost had a chance to win it. Tulane did. That's why I said I give them a lot of credit. And the other big shocker was after last week, Illinois taking down Nebraska, but then UT San Antonio, you know, they struggled the last couple of years. They've had different coaches there, you know, and they go in and they beat Illinois. So, I mean, that one, yeah. that one surprised me. But I think a lot of the- people in the Big Ten, and, and I don't know, Bill, if you've heard anything different than I have, a lot of people in the Big Ten, they felt with Illinois and Nebraska that that was, uh, well, frankly, two, two not real good teams. Yeah. 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 Okay, so and, you got your. And, uh, I'll tell you, Florida State, Florida State coming up on Notre Dame, getting them to overtime. Florida State's been down. I mean, they've been like, yep. you know since Jimbo left, they've been trying to you know recover, yep. and I mean, they almost took down Notre Dame. But, and, and last and, then, and last night, I mean, that was a. I, I'm glad that Ole Miss won the game. Their defense played rather well, but man, these guys, these refs in the Big Ten. Um, ooh, they they got to hold off on just a few of these penalties. Four targeting penalties. And yeah. uh, all I mean, the game was nearly four hours long. That, it, yeah, it, it was a long it, game. Yeah, it's hard to you know what these guys and the umpires, you know, and things like that need to understand. People really don't come to see you; they're coming to see the players. So you know, let the players play a little bit. Now, if it's bad, then you need to call it, but let them play a little bit. 
it. Okay. Of course, the ratings came out, the AP rating. I have the top 10 right here. Okay. Uh, you have Alabama, of course, stays number one. Georgia jumps up to number two. Then you got uh, o- Ohio State three, Oklahoma four, Texas A&M moves up to number five, Clemson falls down to six, Notre Dame seven, or, yeah, Notre, Notre Dame seven, Cincinnati eight, Iowa State nine, and Iowa number ten. Wow, uh, yeah, that one. Well, they're gonna have a top ten matchup. That's a top. That'll be probably one of your huge games this week. Uh, it is going to be. It's the Fox. It's the second. It's that afternoon. That I think that's three thirty Eastern. Because yeah, you got Ohio. The big games I'm looking at this week. You got Ohio State and Oregon. Oregon's like number twelve. So you got a, a top fifteen matchup. You have the, my, another one that I'm. Of course, Iowa. Iowa State, a top ten matchup there. I'm going to look Texas A&M, Colorado. They're going to Colorado. Colorado's not that great, but you know A&M's on the road and bolt. I mean, it's at it's at Mile High or at the Denver Broncos. Whatever it is now, uh, stadium. And Nesco Field yep. at Mile High. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, and the other one that interests me, because I want to see if Washington can bounce back, but I also want to see what is Michigan like. Is Michigan Washington? Because there's not as many matchups, you know, not as many good matchups this week. Week two, they kind of they know the NFL's coming on, so they you don't see a lot of the big matchups on week two. Mm-hmm. And of course, you got the rivalry being renewed after a while. Texas and Arkansas. Arkansas struggled against Rice. Texas did their job against Louisiana, but you got Texas at Fayetteville. Texas, Texas should game. win that game. Oh, they should. But I mean, going into Fayetteville, or as they call it back in the day, Vietnam. You know, this Arkansas <laughs> still has a. I mean, Texas like their big rivalry. Texas fans are like, yeah. I mean, a lot of the younger they don't remember the Texas Arkansas rivalry, but. You know, Arkansas, they're, they're hungry, and hopefully Texas doesn't have a slip-up. But those are my big games, I'm thinking. Okay. And Lane Kiffin uh, tested positive for the uh, virus, and yes. I guess he yep. missed he missed against Louisville. I'm hopefully he'll be back uh, in the next game. He, he yeah, missed so. the game, but um, they did uh, Richard Cross, the sideline reporter who normally talks to him at halftime <laughs> uh, live, was able to talk to him on the phone last night. So he was he's okay. Okay, yep. that's good. Okay, any more college football before we move to the quick end, a couple of items in the NBA? I think that's it. Okay, speaking of the virus, in the NBA, if you are on the Golden State Warriors, the New York Knicks, or the Brooklyn Nets, you have to get vaccinated if you want to play any home games because of the city's mandates for indoor, you know, vaccination requirements and proving vaccination in New York and San Francisco. Um, You have to be vaccinated, so... That's it for those teams. They need and to get the, that done. And the, okay. com- and the commissioner did say that it, that may happen in other cities as well, Chris. Good. Well, okay, could. Yeah, because here, I, here's what I found out on that one also. All right. The city has not, with other sports, has not mandated because, like, at the U.S. Open, there's been unvaccinated players at, at the city of New York. And, you know, there's been some Mets and Yankee games where there's been unvaccinated. But the NBA is saying since the fans have to be vaccinated to come in, so, do, so this is not a New York and San Francisco rule. This is an NBA. Rule that if they have this in place for their fans, then it's in place for their yeah. Their but it's a new York, well, not. I mean, that's it's that's uh, semantic because New York and San Francisco are the cities that have it so far. I mean, right. good, like yeah. Robert said. And it's not the and it's not the road players because they figure they're no. only coming in once or twice. But you're going to be in their minimum forty-one yeah. games plus pre. Well, and that's right. Playoffs. And you'd end up with saying, "Oh, New York and San Francisco have mandated that the whole league get vaccinated." That would drive everybody crazy. So they can't yeah. do that. And I right. assume that this is going to affect the Rangers in hockey as well because yeah, I the NHL has not made that rule. The NHL has not made that rule. Is that right. an well, NBA? Uh, well, normally because, the NBA and NHL follow suit, so I would like, a, like a, well, uh, until, uh, until they do, we probably should. 
Yeah, you know, yeah we'll see. We'll, because we'll see. Major League Baseball and tennis have not, and they are also in New York City stadiums. And they and you know, they have not. Any, that, and the Giants. Right. Have not Any other that, NBA so. notes, Chris? Yeah, there is. Oh, I had also heard that there are going to be separate uh, sections on planes for the vaccinated and unvaccinated. And they, the vaccinated will not eat with the unvaccinated, and just going to try to keep them uh, as separate as they can be. So uh, that's something that the NBA is also going to mandate. Uh, DeAndre Jordan will go to the Lakers, a buyout from Detroit. He never played for the Pistons, but now he's going to he's going to be one year for two point six million, and uh, he's going to clear waivers because he has a, a big contract. And he had spent ten years in LA with uh, the Clippers, so that's that's uh, so a homecoming of a sort. And that's all I have in the NBA. Uh, that's all I have. The NHL, we have uh, players have agreed to allow, uh, or the, the the league and the players have agreed that the players can go and play in the Olympics in 2022, the Winter Olympics. Yeah. So it seems like, hey, we just had an Olympics. Yeah, well, you know, mm-hmm. things are compressed in the sports world, so there'll be a Winter Olympics in 2022. I forget where. China, Beijing, uh, Beijing. Okay. We, they, they've been, it seems like a, the last seven Olympics have been in Asia somehow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It seems that way. So, Robert, you want to talk about Oscar De La Hoya? Hold on. Before we do oh. that, Chris, there is a little – there's one NFL note that just came across. Okay. All right. Uh, Clint, I do not have all three names. Clinton Portis was one of three former NFL players to plead guilty to a nationwide uh, health – scam so oh, oh we okay. talked about that a few months ago didn't we yeah yeah and yeah. I, I do not have the other two names but clint portis was one of them oh and we forgot to mention and it was still sort of on the nba so we can kind of do this mark vidal that uh, david usf told us about he was on baylor he was a starting forward for the baylor bears championship team then he went to the summer league he wasn't drafted the nba but he went to the summer league with portland but uh he was did not make the blazers so he was invited to seattle training camp and he made their taxi squad as a tight end and he hadn't played football since middle school yeah Wow. So, so now, yeah, now he's on the Seattle practice squad. So we'll see. Yeah. What Baylor had another uh, basketball player a few years ago that went in and tied in. He did was on the practice squad. I think it was yeah. the Cowboys. Uh, yeah. Watch that. Um, Robert, real but, quick uh, on the boxing. Uh, well, uh, I hate talking about this kind of thing, <laughs> but Oscar De La Hoya um, tested positive for COVID, and the reason why that was such a big deal is he was supposed to be involved in a pay per view this weekend, uh, fighting. Uh, one of these exhibition things uh, against uh, Vitor Beltor of the from the UFC retired. Well, since Oscar De La Hoya can't uh, do that on Saturday, uh, Evander Holyfield will be stepping in and taking Oscar's place. Okay. And uh, I, Muhammad Ali saying, "I died too young." Yeah, too yeah. too. Uh, well, Oscar, you, you Oscar's, Oscar's, I think, forty-eight years old. Yeah, and Evander is fifty-eight. So you know, I, yeah. I, as as I've said on my boxing podcast, um, I can't, I don't, I can't stand these type of fights. I, I'm a boxing traditionalist. I I think they're a waste of time. But the problem is. People love this kind of stuff, and they will buy it. So, well, they're, they're also starved for something that they can relate to. People are fighting they never heard of. There's, there's too, too many divisions. It's too complicated. Yeah. So they just well, say, they, okay, they I know who this change. guy is. I know who that guy is. Yeah. They're going to be on my television. The I'm going to sit down and watch it. Is, uh, the big thing with boxing is you get the YouTube stars Jake and Logan Paul. A lot of these oh people God. are doing these I, fights with them. And I, I, don't, I don't like those either. But, but it's bringing it's – bring, okay, yeah. I will say, though, that it's bringing people to boxing, and then maybe they'll want to go look at more traditional fights. Right. Um, that's the one plus about this. Uh, now, it, this will be streamed on a service called Triller. Uh, 
It's uh, you, uh, if you uh, subscribe to it, it's thirty dollars a month uh, for, and they have concerts and all kinds of things. Uh, Jim Lampley is the one that's going to be doing the boxing play-by-play. He signed a multi-year deal with them. If you want to pay for it by the year, it's three hundred dollars. I'm not. Uh, I've I've already subscribed to the two important things for boxing. I'm not going to be paying for something like this because uh, well, I don't I don't care about these kind of fights. I really right. don't. Okay. So, how about uh, all right then? How about tennis, Robert? Tell us well, about the U.S. Uh, the, uh, well, now that I'm more interested in because of the way it's turned out. Uh, all of the top women are pretty much eliminated. Uh, Layla Fernandez from Canada has eliminated three consecutive top seeds, top five seeds. Uh, she got rid of Naomi Osaka on Friday. She got got uh, got no, uh, let's see, Thursday. Then she got rid of Angelique Kerber on uh, Saturday, and then she just eliminated another top seed today. Uh, so she's the first woman to qualify for the semifinals and she's only 19 she had her 19th birthday yesterday wow uh, and in the men's uh side of things Djokovic is just moving right along he's only three matches away from uh accomplishing the calendar grand slam and uh the first four matches have been pretty easy for him, and he finally asked after the match yesterday against the last American in the field. There's no more American men or women eligible. They're all gone. And he finally asked yesterday, he said, uh, is there anybody here that is actually going to give me a difficult time? He said, mm-hmm. yes, I- I've lost sets, but I-, I knew against these opponents I could lose sets and still win. He said, is there anybody going to step up and actually give me a tennis match? Well, he's not. He's used to playing his compadres there that did give him a tough time. So yeah. he's just not used to rolling. Uh, he, you know, he like ba- when Rod Laver won those, those he, he was just rolling along. You know, Yeah, he, had- he, he basically challenged his, the rest of the men that are left and you guys have made this too easy. Can somebody step up and actually give me a tennis match? Well, that's almost like trash talk for tennis. I mean, tennis yeah. is very polite, but for tennis, that's trash talk. Yeah, you know what I mean, that is. Yeah, yeah. That's, so, yeah, it's not back well, and life yet. It's but, not exactly yeah. love. You know what I'm saying, well, Robert? Yeah. <laughs> no. uh, and of course, the uh, the uh, the women's final will be on Saturday, and the men's final will be on Sunday. So we'll we'll see if he actually can accomplish the uh, yep. calendar Grand Slam. Okay. And of course, if he does that, not only will he accomplish that, but he will also break the record for most uh, Grand Slam titles, because yep. right now they're all three tied at 20, so he'll move to okay. 21. Okay. All right. All right. And anybody else got any other items for uh, business here? Yeah. No, I, no. We I have, think we're... I think do we're, we have any other calls, or, no. you know? We do. Let me look. We do not. So, Sean, okay. thanks, everybody. Uh, before yeah. we say that, thanks, everybody, for calling. We had five or six calls today and uh, more, yeah. most calls we've ever had. That was really yeah. great. I and really and appreciate keep, it. And keep those listeners rising. Yeah. All right. And, of course, you know, and if you want to hear this again, you want to hear our five, five or six calls, or if you want a friend to listen, remember, they can download the podcast, legendoldies.com. Or type in Sports Lounge Live in your podcatcher or tell your smart device to play Sports Lounge Live from Apple Podcasts. Or if that doesn't work, tell them to play Sports Lounge Live from TuneIn. Or go to 773-572-3006, option number nine. And, hey, come back next week. We're going to have more. We're getting into the meat of football going. So 
Baseball pennant races are continuing, and yep. and uh, the close the hockey training camp is probably going to open in about a week, so we might have to yeah about a week that. or two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NBA right. is not far behind. So here we right. go. We're so heading towards week. a busy time. We'll see you next yeah. week.